0: welcome everyone to another bonus spotlight episode it's pretty late over here right now so we'll try to keep these announcements short and to the point so we can get to learning about capers covert a new supplement for the capers rpg by craig campbell that is kickstarting right now and has already funded as of this episode releasing so let's get right into these announcements first up This will be the second to last notice that we are at the tail end of our review drive. We only need four more reviews, only four, to hit that 50 review mark. If we hit that mark by Monday, then we'll be commissioning a brand new t-shirt for our merch store featuring the Ghost Shanks to-go crew from our Inspector's episode, Series 19.3, if you want to look that up. We've been brainstorming and have a really great idea in mind for the shirt, so hopefully we can get there soon so we can put that plan into action. Every review does help us out a ton, and the more we get, the more chances we'll have for more listeners to listen to the show. And more listeners means a bigger community to share all the character creation goodness with. So please help us out and leave us a review on iTunes. It would be greatly appreciated. Our last announcement for today is that next week's normal episode would have been a character evolution cast episode, but due to scheduling issues, we had to move that back by a week so we could record it and edit it. Thankfully, there are five Mondays in September, so this works out fine for our schedule instead you'll be able to hear another great spotlight episode for another fantastic game that is kickstarting right now so without further ado and all of that said let's get on with the show enjoy Welcome to a special bonus episode of character creation spotlight everyone in this bonus segment we will be shining the light on some current or up-and-coming games to keep an eye out for i'm your host ryan and today we are welcoming craig campbell from nurberger games to talk about capers and the upcoming kickstarter for capers covert which is actually kickstarting right now as we release this episode yes it is yeah. So welcome to Character Ration Spotlight, Craig. It's really great to have you here.
1: Um, thanks. It's great to be here. Uh we've talked a little bit in the past about me stopping by and uh we finally made it happen. So yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh so could we uh start off with uh first, could you tell us a bit about yourself and what sort of projects you have going on right now?
1: Sure. Um my is Craig Campbell. I'm the uh the owner and lead designer at nerd burger games and uh you know previous to getting nerd burger games starting started i did uh i did a handful of freelancing for wizards a little bit for paizo uh privateer a few other places and uh a few years back i decided like hey i can make a game right and so i made a game (laughs) and kickstarted it and it did all right murders and acquisitions Mm -hmm. and uh then because i'm a sucker i decided well that was fun and and you know ate up a lot of time and was you know uh, stressful (laughs) and worrisome um i'll do it again and so i did capers um which is uh, the game that I guess we'll be talking a little more about today. And then I also did a little game a little while back called Die Laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm um, also doing uh, supplements for Capers. So um, kind of working on that. We had Capers Noir came out um, just earlier this year. Capers mm-hmm. Covert we're going to talk about here. Um, I'm planning to do at least one other supplement um, beyond uh, Covert. So uh, that's as far as like what projects are going on right now, that's really it. I'm kind of focused on uh, – a game line, which is not something Mm -hmm. I was expecting to do when I started capers. Cause I figured (laughs) I'll just do a game book. That'll be like a self-contained game and it'll be good to go. And then, um, I'll publish that and we're good to go. And then people were saying like, well, Hey, are you going to do supplements? Are you going to do more stuff, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. So now I have to think about this and that's, (laughs) that's where that went. So it turned into that and it's turned out to, uh, to be a viable thing for me to do even for a very small scale kind of game, Mm -hmm. small company. Um, but here we are.
0: That's very cool. I like that a lot. And thank you so much for being here. Um, so since this is the abridged version of our normal format, uh, we will just be sticking to the highlights of the system uh, with a special focus on character creation. So without further ado, how about we find out what this game is all about? Sure.
1: What's in a game?
0: All right, so Capers... Uh, originally funded on Kickstarter in April of twenty thousand or two thousand eighteen, right? Yes. Um, so, can you tell us a bit about Capers?
1: Um, yeah, it's a superpowered game of gangsters in the roaring twenties. So basically, uh, you can play gangster type characters or law enforcement characters, or technically, I suppose you can play anybody you want, but that's the game is really built around, uh, the struggle between the criminal element and law enforcement, um, <laughs> during the prohibition era in the United States. Um, so an era of uh, unprecedented growth in organized crime. Um, of uh, government uh, and government agencies that were by n- in, in no way prepared to deal with it. And mm-hmm. then um, also their superpowers. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you can play characters with superpowers or, or not. Um, although most people tend to play the characters with the superpowers just because that's more fun. I think me personally. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so the, the game is kind of built around that, uh, that era um, and sort of the romanticized version of that era. Um, which is to say, you know, in real life, these criminals were you know, terrible, terrible people and they, mm-hmm. they murdered and stole and all this. Um, and many of them got killed or went to prison or whatever. Um, yeah. but we're playing the, you know, the, the movie version <laughs> of these characters. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the game itself uses, um, and this will be handy to know for the purposes of character creation discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game uses uh, a deck of playing cards rather than dice oh, for the mechanic. Nice. So, everybody, including the GM, has their own deck of playing cards, uh, typical kind of poker style deck, um, 52 cards plus two jokers one that's the good joker and one that's the bad joker. Oh. Um, and so. In the game rather than rolling you know individual dice you're flipping cards one at a time and you will have um potentially multiple cards to flip and you flip one and uh like the the card that you flip this the pip value of the card determines success versus failure so Mm. two three four all the way up to ace high um and then the suit of the card determines the degree of that success or failure whatever it Mm. may be <clears throat> and it's based on suit clubs is the worst alphabetically up to spades spades is always the best so um you could flip like a king of clubs which is a very high card most likely a success but it's going to be clubs which is the worst suit so it's going to come with a complication so do you huh. stick with that card or do you gamble and flip another card oh interesting i'm um, hoping to get um a, a high card again but with a better suit yeah um, and potentially fail when you do that <laughs> um, so every trait check is kind of like a little press your luck gambling game Mm -hmm. Um, so that's important to know so the traits are uh you know the trait scores when we get to them we talk about them are like one two three like that's your card count that's how many cards you have to flip oh interesting
0: that's very cool i like that a lot so no dice in this
1: game not a single die (laughs) that's awesome get rid
0: of those d20s people
1: (laughs) yeah it's all cards you're going to be screaming for aces aces and, and good jokers rather than 20s
0: oh that's really cool so uh, th- we covered the materials uh, what we need to play this game uh, what sort of characters um, like specifically can you make in the base game and are there any expanded options in this covert
1: uh, um, supplement yeah the uh, I mean the, the the base conceit of the game is criminal element versus um, law enforcement so you mm-hmm. can be playing criminals um, so you know likely uh, members of of um, Organized crime, whether that be kind of lower tier types, you could be playing upper tier. You can play, you know, you can play a campaign where you progress all the way up. You might have like, you know, uh, you get uh, bodyguards and thugs and shooters and um, cleaners, um, yeah. businessmen, business people. You know, the yep. people that's going to take care of business, like face people mm-hmm. that are going to, you know, threaten you into uh, compliance. Oh, interesting. Um, so yeah, all, all of the uh, archetypes for. You know your gangster types, mm-hmm. um, and then in law enforcement, of course, you can go as simple as like local police and sheriffs and things like that. Even vigilantes, if that's the direction you want to go, mm. um, all the way up to like bureau Inve- Bureau of Investigation or DOJ agents. Oh wow! And uh, there's you know there's no inherent um, mechanical advantage to being any one of those things. Like uh, other that you just kind of play it out in game. Like if you know, mm-hmm. a Bureau of Investigation agent has um, better access to things and clearance and so forth. That makes sense. Um, but you, you know, you, you might be playing like a task force that's, Mm -hmm. that's out to uh, stop a particular gangster or bring down a particular, uh, criminal organization. Um, and technically, and I've heard people talk about it too. It's like, you know, if you want to just play regular people (laughs) that are embroiled in all of this, you can do that too. There's nothing that says, uh, it can't just be regular everyday folks that happen to get caught up, um, in this world oh that's very cool um in caper's covert um well, a, a bit of explanation. What I did with the supplements was each one, so far, at least, you know the, the two that the whole two that there's been, um, <laughs> they they uh, provide you know more material, more uh, op- player options, more GM tools, and things like that. But then they also progress the storyline. Um, and so the Caper's Noir, which just came out, that takes the storyline to the 40s and turns mm-hmm. the game into rather than like a prohibition shoot 'em up game, it becomes a crime noir kind of mystery thriller kind of thing with rules okay. for investigation. And so forth. Um, And then in Capers covert, we take it to the 60s. And the theme of uh, Capers covert is uh, like classic James Bond style 60s super spies and super villains. I like that. Um, so you're playing characters that are, you know, you're, you're not setting your, if you're playing the criminal element, you're not setting your sights on just controlling the city. Like, you know, you're looking to influence worldwide markets and take over corporations and make Mm -hmm. yourself ultra rich and all that sort of thing. Oh yeah. Um, and then if you're law enforcement, you're, um, you're an agent for, uh, an organization called Oracle, Mm. which is the, uh, you know, the MI six or uncle
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. of, uh, of the world. That's very cool. I love that you're you're kind of jumping decades ahead in each supplement uh going over completely interesting and new like crime genres I like that a lot
1: it's been a lot of fun looking for like you know like when I started to progress it forward it was a question of like okay well what what subgenres of 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 crime drama are there and finding uh-huh. like okay where did, where's the right place to put that like what decade is you know, the right spot for it and finding their, you know, finding that stuff. So, um, I've been lucky with like the forties, like certainly film noir is kind of a big deal in the forties and fifties. And then mm-hmm. by, by the sixties, that's when we've got, you know, the original James Bond, Sean Connery, um, yeah. popping up and you start, you know, there's, there's shows like, uh, mission impossible and uh, man from uncle and all that, mm-hmm. and, uh, crime or not uh, crime, but, uh, 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 like spy, the spy, the super spy genre becomes, starts to become a thing in yeah. the wake of the cold war
0: that makes sense. That's very awesome. I like that a lot. Um, so briefly, can we go over the steps that a player needs to take to actually create characters in capers or any of these supplements?
1: Sure. Um, it's actually pretty straightforward. It's a point or not a point build. It's like, a, um, <clears throat> a selection build. Like you start with a certain, uh, a- array of mm-hmm. uh, traits and that builds a lot of what you're doing. Um, in Capers, you've got six traits, uh, charisma, agility, perception, expertise, resilience, and strength. And they all sound like kind of what they are. If you know your mm-hmm. way around RPGs, um, you know, expertise is your your, uh, your, your, your smart, your brain power. Yeah. Um, and then resilience is kind of physical resilience. Um, and uh, when you start, you have... Uh, you have a one, a three, and then everything else is two. So one of your traits gets ranked as a one, which means you only flip one card. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the traits gets ranked as a three, and all the rest are twos. Okay. Um, and then you'll have um, a series of skills that you choose to go with that, and skills are kind of um, more focused areas of expertise, things that you're particularly good at. You know, you might there's skills for um, acrobatics, uh, guns, um, insight, um, there's like 18 skills in the game, mm. and the number of skills that you get is based in part on your expertise. So every every trade actually plays into another thing. Okay. Um, so uh, whatever you dump stat, <laughs> you will actually suffer a little something mm-hmm. um, for dump statting that. Uh, so you'll pick your skills, and you'll have like you know three, four, five skills to start with. You can always gain more. Cool. Oh, cool. Um, um, as as play progresses, and then you have um, a handful of kind of generated. Uh, scores that you've got a body score, which is like effectively your armor class. It's the, the score that's required, but that, it's the target score that's required to hit you. Um, you know, eight, nine, 10, Jack. Oh, okay. Um, and then you have a mind score and that's also, uh, and both of these are generated from like your agility and your perception. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your hits is what it sounds like. Um, you know, your, your physical health, your, um, Ability to withstand getting uh, knocked around and shot at, mm-hmm. um, and that's generated from, um, in part from your resilience and your charisma. Okay. Um, and then you've got a you know, there's a speed rating and, um, then everybody also, every character also has a pool of points. Um, that's a resource that you spend or you gain and, and spend them. Um, a, the, uh, they're called moxie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh you can use them for a variety of things. Some of them are kind of mechanically oriented, like gaining an extra card, some of them are narrative oriented, like being able to shape the narrative in some small way mm-hmm. um, to give yourself a little perk in this in a in an encounter. Okay. Um and so you gain those points and spend them as you go. You just start with three and you can have as many as five at a given time. Oh, very cool. Um and then you've got uh uh you know things like you know, your equipment and all that, and then powers. And you can start with, uh, like one or two powers. Um, oh, very nice. There are more power, you know, there are major powers, which are, are bigger and broader and they do more things. And then there are minor powers, which are a little more specific. Um, and they tend to do very focused things. So mm-hmm. you can, you can gain more of those cause they're narrow in their focus. Um, but then you've also got, um, kind of a, a series of three, um, what I, in the game? Whatever refer to as anchors, they're yeah. your your character anchors, like the three things that are. They're kind of role playing oriented. You have got an identity um, that you choose, and that's like the core of who your character is. So once you know what yeah. your um, like what your what your concept of the for the character is, you start to figure out the history a little bit. You start to like maybe their power might tie into their identity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you ha- you select that. You also have every character has a virtue and a vice. Okay. Um, so you have your virtue is the one thing that you hold most dear, that you will not violate. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, even the best, even the worst uh, criminals have like, you know, they love their family. Yeah. Um, and will always protect their family, for example. Or um, and then you have a vice, like even the best cop might be in this day and air, in day and age, an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so you find yourself indulging in your vice and you gain you can gain moxie back by playing according to those anchors oh very cool um, as well as other things there's other ways to gain moxie as well but um when you when you basically when you suffer for your anchors Mm -hmm. (laughs) or when you play them appropriately yeah um you'll regain moxie
0: oh that's very cool now Um, is is there anything special that the like the different archetypes do at all or is it like kind of a uh like an example framework of like if you're going to be the fbi agent Here's kinda the skills they would have and that sort of stuff.
1: uh no the the uh, when you pick your identity, virtue and vice, they are wholly role playing guides okay. Um, And so it's not like, uh, you know, like backgrounds in D and D where you pick a background and you get a little couple things with it. You still have, you still have free range to pick whatever you want. Now that said, there's certain things that probably don't go together. Yeah. Um, you know, like one of the identities is, uh, I think it's called villain. (laughs) You know, it's like, you're like, if you're playing a law enforcement officer, the villain is probably not the right um, Mm -hmm. identity for you because that's the, that's the character that kind of revels in wrongdoing. Mm. Um, You know, so uh, you probably are better off, uh, more uh, better suited with a law enforcement officer as having you know um, a guardian type or Mm -hmm. um, or uh, or somebody that's uh, uh, um, an autocrat who wants to kind of you know kind of tightly control everything. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: But there's a lot of variation that you can you can happen in there, and when you throw in a virtue and a vice, you know you can throw everything, throw throw a monkey wrench into everything because you could have like the the cleanest cop ever, but. They love to gamble. Yeah. (laughs) And that just causes them problems. They can't resist a good bet.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's cool. I like that a lot. Um, So Capers Covert uh, adds the the super spy genre to the game. Um, What other cool uh, things do we get with the Capers Covert uh, supplement?
1: Well, with Covert, um, one of the character creation things, like just mentioned the anchors, um, instead of a uh, vice... In Capers Covert, you have a fatal flaw, which is um, sort of the uh, it's kind of intended to be like it's something that your enemies can exploit Mm -hmm. um, something that you it's kind of a vice in that it's something that you kind of go, you know, you indulge in. But it's also something that your enemies can exploit if they figure out what it is. And Mm -hmm. it's intended to sort of mimic the idea that, you know, James Bond. If he has a fatal flaw, it's the ladies, right? Yeah, you know he gets he gets caught up. He's always doing. He's always on the job, but he does kind of get caught up with his uh, his flings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know your villain, the classic uh, you know Bond villain style fatal flaw is like the fact that they they're really prideful and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll 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 talk too much. You know, Austin Powers makes fun of the monologue. You know, Incredibles yep. makes fun of monologuing, mm-hmm. um, where they, where the villain gives away what they're doing. So like that could be a fatal flaw for, for a criminal character is that you're um, you're obsessed with your own uh, uh, capability yeah, and you'll take, you'll take any opportunity you can to kind of show off mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, and then, you know, then the adverse, your adversaries can exploit that.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I like that a lot.
1: Um, and then you've got, uh, you know, like, like the other supplements you've got, there's new, um, rules expansions in there and for uh capers covert in particular the big chunk of it is in chase rules so you've got vehicle chases and combats um because what's a good james bond story or a super spy story without a car chase Mm -hmm. um there's rules for gadgets Ooh, yes um as there should be Mm -hmm. um and so you know like your powers are still kind of cooler than your gadgets Mm -hmm. um but gadgets are like you know um they're 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 in the game world, they're written to be like scientists are coming up with these things and gadgeteers are coming up with these things because people with powers have been around for a few decades now, and they need a way to be able to combat them, to deal with them. Mm-hmm. So they've developed this technology that allows them to do these things. And of course, law enforcement and the criminal element latch onto them. So mm-hmm. even, you know, as a, uh, as a criminal character, you could have gadgets as well. Um, and then there's some new powers and there's a bunch of GM uh, tools. Um mm-hmm. The uh uh in, in Capers Covert, the backdrop, the primary backdrop that's set up for you is Las Vegas. Okay. Um, with uh with a big uh a full write-up on Las Vegas and then um a several smaller write-ups just kind of giving you enough information um to to utilize those of some international cities. This is the first time I actually go outside of the United States <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> um with capers because you know, um super spy stories. They travel to Rome, Rio mm-hmm. de Janeiro, you know, mm-hmm. Marrakesh. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So, um, we include some information on, um, a variety of cities around the world where your characters might be whisked away to steal some technology or to track down, uh, some supervillains.
0: Yeah. That's very cool. I like that. I, my mind is going right now with all the, the cool possibilities that you can do with this. Um, and I'm a big fan of the the super spy genre, and <laughs> and and what you can do it with it in role playing.
1: Um, yeah, and it's uh, I've been having a lot of fun with hitting these subgenres, and then you know, like seeing how do how do those things interact with superpowers. Yeah, know, because superpowers tends to be. Most of your superpower games are, you know, classic supers kind of stories where you have mm-hmm. like, heroes and villains. And that's kind of what it, the focus is, where like in this case, like, you know, with the, with my games, it's, it's noir stuff. And so it's mysteries. Like, well, how does a super, how but how does somebody with superpowers solve a mystery? Mm-hmm. And with covert, it's like, well, what does a, somebody with superpowers do? Um, to, uh, to, uh, to, to combat or to deal with gadgets or to do infiltration kind of things, espionage vehicle Mm -hmm. chases and all that sort of thing. Um, like if you've got, uh, enhanced senses, like that can kind of take the place of some of the technology that might be used by a super spy, Mm -hmm. um, for surveillance and the like. Um, so it just becomes another tool, um, that your character has, uh, access to.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Um, There there are so many things that I love that you're saying about this game, and I'm (laughs) I'm actually really excited about it. Um, So the Kickstarter, Mm -hmm. uh, which should have just launched recently, uh, is there anything interesting uh, from the Kickstarter uh, for, like, backer levels or uh, possible stretch goals that you can divulge to us?
1: (laughs) Well, I've kind of described some of the stuff that will ultimately be stretch goals because the way I usually do the Kickstarters is I start with, like, what's the thinnest version of that book? that I can make that mm-hmm. I feel like is, is a viable product. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I kind of shoot for to start with. And then I fill out with stretch goals and that makes the book bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, like I've done with the, the past, um, capers, kickstarters is there's, there's a backer level that allows you to create an NPC what mm-hmm. I call a regular Joe or Jane, um, which is to say a character that is not a cop or a law enforcement, mm-hmm. um, type or sorry, or, 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 or uh, and, and is not a criminal. Um, because the world has regular people and people Mm -hmm. in other professions and so forth who might have superpowers. So, um, that's a, like a, you know, slightly higher backer level. And then there's another backer level. I've done this with, uh, the previous ones as well, where there's, uh, in the middle of the book, there's a little comic, like a couple page comic that tells a little bit of a story about, you know, kind of themed in this case for super spies, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and for this one, the, uh, the backer level is called hench person. Oh. And, uh, if you take that, take it at that level, you get like all the stuff, right? You get everything. Um, Mm -hmm. plus you also get your own, your likeness featured as a hench person who gets killed or subdued, um, (laughs) by the heroes, uh, by the, you know, by the super spies in the comic. Oh, very cool. So you'll have your own panel where you're getting punched out or getting shot at or (laughs) getting lasered or something. Oh, that's really fun. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, so, um, and you never know what else might come along. Um, you know, the Kickstarter will run for three weeks. So, Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've been occasionally convinced to try other things as well. You know, capers actually kind of went into, I did some maps and paper minis to go along with it because of how well the Kickstarter did. Uh-huh. And I, and I kind of added that later where I had not initially planned to do that. Okay. So who knows if the who Kickstarter knows? gets really big, maybe there'll be something else yeah absolutely that's all. <laughs> listeners <awesome>. listeners <laughs> if the kickstarter does well <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome well before we go uh is there anything else that you want to talk about with capers or capers covert
1: oh i think that about covers uh what's going on with all of that uh you know there's always a little bit of uh support material that I put together for that goes along with the book proper, um, and you know, in for noir and then also now for capers, uh, covert as well, there'll be, um, you know, a themed character, a character sheet that's themed specifically for covert. So you've got spots for your gadgets and your, and your vehicle and everything. Mm. Um, and they'll, they'll be an adventure as well. So you have a, like an example of like what kind of an adventure you might play with this particular game. That'll be, those, those will be PDFs that come alongside everything.
0: Okay. Very Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me to talk about Capers and Capers Covert, Craig. This was really great.
1: Thank you, Ryan, for having me. Um, it was, it's was it been a while since we've talked, and um, I have thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, could you remind everyone where they can find you online?
1: Sure. Uh, well, right now, you can obviously find the uh, the, the Kickstarter at kickstarter.com. I'm, we'll have a link in the show notes, mm-hmm. I would think, yes? Um, yep, yep. And uh, my website is nerdburgergames.com. There's links there to all sorts of things, including a uh, Discord, where uh, we've got a lot of really cool people and all sorts of fun discussions that go on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good place to find out about playtesting opportunities. I, pull, I, I go to the Discord first. When I'm looking for play testers. Oh, cool. Um, and then uh, I'm uh, you can get uh, other game stuff at uh, drive through But don't do that right now unless you want like the old games. <laughs> if you want anything <laughs> capers go to the Kickstarter because you can get the old you can get the, you know, capers and capers noir as part of the Kickstarter. Oh, very cool. Um, and then I'm at NerdburgerCraig Craig on Twitter.
0: Very cool. I like that. Thank you so much, Craig. uh, And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, We will see you next week.
1: Bye. Sounds, Sounds good. Bye.
0: Character Creation Spotlight, like Character Creation Cast, is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network, and can be found online at www.charactercreationcast.com. Head to the website to get more information on our hosts and guests, or even find some of our character sheets. Character Creation Cast can be found on Twitter at Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter, and I can be found on Twitter at Lord Neptune. Our other host, Amelia Antrim, can be found on Twitter at Ginger Reckoning. Music for this episode is used with a Creative Commons license, or with permission from the podcast it originated from. Further information can be found within the show notes. This episode was edited by Ryan Bolter. Further information for the game systems used and today's guests can also be found in the show notes. Thanks for joining us, and remember, we find that the best part of any role-playing game is character creation. So go out there and create some amazing people. We will see you next time. Now we got to read some show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Character Creation Cast is hosted by the OneShot Podcast Network. If you enjoyed our show, visit OneShotPodcast.com, where you'll find
1: other great shows like The Broadswords.
0: The Broadswords is an all-woman D&D podcast focused on drama, roleplay, and subverting stereotypes. Join the Broads as they unravel the mystery of Snowy Rashomon, a land ruled by witches and steeped in superstition. Berserkers reign, and spirits roam the frozen wastes. Euleris, Kila, Mipri, all have their own reasons for journeying north, but they soon find they have something in common—they are pawns in a divine plot.